The following message is being transmitted at the request of the Boundless Pod Trap Movie Review and the guys of the BPT. What you are about to hear contains spoilers to movies. If you don't want to hear these spoilers, please disengage your listening device at this time. If you can't handle those with a possible differing view on a movie, you may also want to disengage your listening device at this time. Stay tuned for a movie review that only the guys at the Boundless Pod Trap can give you. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Spooky, spooky. What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? <laughs> Sound like you're plugging your nose. <laughs> I know, right? What the fuck was that? That is as black as Jeremy can get. Well, you got to put put a little bit more bass in it. What's, what's happening? happening? What's, what's happening? happening? What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? You, you lost your bass when you started saying it. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> what's happening? What's See, happening? I, I, what's I, happening? What's happening? What's happening, ladies? What up, my? Okay, well, nobody's listening anymore. <laughs> so, <laughs> now that we got well, out of the way. Welcome to the BPT movie review. BPT? We got Lonnie back in the studio. Hello. <laughs> Welcome. It's I know you guys missed me. Smells like COVID in here. Smells like COVID. Yeah, and it's, sorry. it's weird to That's see sunlight through the window of the office here. I know, right? They yeah. popped a hole in the uh, the studio soon. Then the we got a little bit more. Studio has changed. Yeah. It's not the studio I fell in love with. It is. It's it's grown up and it's changed and also kind started of hanging out with the wrong crowd. And cramped down. Always on TikTok. <clears throat> TikTok. So TikTok. Yeah, TikTok this, this is going to be an interesting. Uh, I, 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 are you guys like what? really? <laughs> I am uh, very interested, I, 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 interested I, 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 in excited, hearing this. Excited about this episode. We are. You're so against this. Oh. Speaking of against this, I went and saw Scream Six this week. Yeah, and it was well, awesome. You also you went probably seen... saw the first one, and it would have been the same thing. So nope. disappointed. That's... Actually, not even close to the same. Spoiler thing. alert! Everyone who hasn't seen Scream Six, it wasn't fucking Stu again. It wasn't gonna be Stu it's because be Nev Stu. Campbell's not in this one. Who gives so a why... shit about Nev Campbell? That's the I whole reason for the Nev story, <laughs> guys. It was her like mother. A lot of peaking happened there. <laughs> Justin's like frazzled, looking at the board. Look. And I deep dived in this because I didn't realize that was catching fire until I looked. And I sent you that guy's video. You did. You didn't even know it was a thing until I told you it was well, a thing. Well, I mean, I knew it was a thing, but I didn't know it caught as How much fire much as it, it was, did. Yeah. And now it's like way over. Let's stop talking about this shitty movie and talk about another shitty movie. No, so. here's the thing. Scream 6 is awesome. Anyway. He's going to flip flop. So here we go. It's the best slashers of all time. What are we reviewing on BPTMR029? Today, tonight, whenever uh, it is you're listening, we are going to be reviewing 2017's It. Which chapter one. Chapter one. Chapter one, yes. So let, let me uh, preface this before uh, we start getting into our Reboot. reviews and uh, <laughs> points system that we do. So this is an interesting one because I claimed I would never, ever, ever watch this movie because I, I think didn't think that it needed to be remade. I thought the original was good. Pennywise is great. I saw the trailers for this one. Pennywise looked like or stupid in this remake. I thought there was too much CGI from the trailers and clips I saw of it. And I just... I. Didn't need to be remade. Tim this, Curry was Pennywise to me. This goes back to, I think, the very first episode you and I did, because I think it was the first one. It might have been the second one where we actually watched the trailer and gave our reviews on the trailer before it actually came yeah. out. So this is kind of a crazy 
It's, uh, I, I yeah, surprised sure. them all last movie review podcast by picking this for my movie because people say I need to change and not be the party pooper and give things a chance. So I did. So And he was disappointed. <laughs> so before we get into that, let me read you a uh, synopsis of this movie. This is not the IMDb synopsis because what? theirs is stupid. So here we go. Seven young outcasts in Derry, Maine are about to face their worst nightmare. An ancient shape-shifting evil that emerges from the sewer every 27 years to prey on the town's children. Banding together over the course of one horrifying summer, the friends must, must overcome their own personal fears to battle the murderous, bloodthirsty clown known as Pennywise. So I'm going to call something right off the top right there. Pennywise doesn't only prey on the children. He preys on the city. really the anybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Strike he, he, one! He so, preys like directly, primarily on the children, and then indirectly on. He has like, a little bit of control. That. So yeah. Well, so we'll we're going to go around the clock here. John was really anxious to start. So well, I wanted we'll to start, start us off positive and then go negative. Okay. So I wrote this down while I was rewatching the film last night, so it's fresh in my mind. I really enjoyed the film. It has everything I look for in a horror movie, which has suspense, gore, terrifying scenes, humor. And scares that hit close to my own fears. It has cheesiness, enjoyable characters, especially Richie. I really like Richie. I think it's generally a terrifying movie that takes... It, and I, for me to say that, it takes a lot for me to get scared in a movie. But it made me... The first time I saw this, especially because when I used to go see this with Billy, he used to like to go see horror movies in like the second fucking row of a theater. Oh, Billy! So the garage scene was like right on my fucking face. Which was hot. Awesome. Yeah. Anyway. That's why I like Um, my garage scenes to be. I think the practical (laughs) I think the practical effects and the digital effects were good. I think the characters are fun and mostly relatable. Constant suspense throughout. I like the score as well. I have it as one of my top horror movies of all time, so I give it a nine. A nine. Justin. Justin. Oh, we're gonna go alphabetical. (laughs) Okay. Um, looking at the ceiling, <laughs> looking at the ceiling. Stop. Well, technically, Jeremy would have been first. Then. Yeah, but he... There's a lot of J's in this room. Lonnie, change your give name away, to away. Johnny. G- Wait, G- no, G- that won't work. <laughs> All right. Obviously, I think it was an awesome watch. I do kind of, like I said, I, I give my respects to what Tim Curry did. Even Tim Curry gave his respects to this film. That man's out of his mind. Because of that? It's like, <laughs> oh, no, he he said this was good. I know he's gone. He's uh-huh. lost it. But... uh. Yeah, even Tim Curry, even Stephen King thought this was probably one of the best film adaptions of his his own projects and stuff. And I cannot disagree with that. I think this was an amazing piece. It had a lot of diversity in all of the characters. Every single character had their own struggles. It pulled from pretty much everything that a child can, can maybe experience at one point or another, or at one extreme, I should say. But the... Filming of it, the 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 look, the sound, everything echoing what John said, amazing. I give it a nine point five. Nine point five. Wow. Hmm. Jeremy, do you want to do yours? No. no. You you go first. I'll I'll go first. Okay. <laughs> so about this movie, this it was the had the highest grossing opening weekend of any, any horror movie. movie of all time. So. Right there, that has to say something to the quality of this movie. Now, I absolutely love it, the novel. It was the first long-form book I ever read, and it's in its true form. It's almost 2,000 pages. 
This movie kind of hundred or a thousand one hundred and thirty eight pages. Is it really? Yeah. Okay. This movie takes more notes from the book than the miniseries did. The miniseries means more to me than this movie does. So, of course, I'm going to put my chips in the miniseries camp. But with this movie having more references to the book, it makes me like this movie more. That being said... That was about the only thing I enjoy about the remake. I, I was going to say, this is going in a circle. Yeah, this could this go is, either way this at this point about, with Lonnie right now. That's about the only thing I enjoy about the remake. It had its moments. It had some decent humor. But other than that, the rest of it fell fucking dog shit short to me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, all in all, I'd give this movie a 3.5. Jesus. <laughs> wow. Well... I couldn't talk shit about it until you watched it, because then I'd be like, no, I'm never going to get him to watch it. So, well, so I honestly really don't know what I'm going to say here at this point. Neither do um, I. I will say I did not read the novel. I've only seen the, the miniseries, and I, I, I loved it. I thought Pennywise, the look of Pennywise in the original was simplistic but fucking scary. They didn't have to go over the top, making him look creepy with costume, makeup, anything. And I thought he portrayed it great. So we watched this movie now and I'm going to just start off by saying, I thought that this movie was going to have way more CGI than it did. Yes. It had its fair share of CGI, but I was actually shocked at the amount of practical effects that were Mm -hmm. in this movie. I thought the kid actors were all fantastic. I, they were very believable in what they what they were supposed to be doing. I thought the gore in it was done pretty well. It wasn't over the top. Yeah, it was as it start <laughs> as it starts to well uh, compared to other. What about the bathroom scene? <laughs> I did like that there was a nod to the original Pennywise in this in the one scene where he's in the room with all the clown statues and stuff. So I thought that was nice. I am sticking with the fact that I thought Pennywise looked and sounded like garbage. If I were to pick one bad thing about this movie, it would be Pennywise's look and his voice. I did not like him at all. You don't like it? No. (laughs) But to be honest with you, in watching this movie, it actually, not that I've lost, what's the the word I'm looking for? Feelings. No. Um... (laughs) Interest. Uh, I'm like Justin here. Respect. I don't know words Apprehension. right now. Look through the sky. The clouds. Are I know. IQ. Um, shut the fuck up so I can think. <laughs> passion. I guess I haven't lost passion for filmmaking, but watching this, something about this just, I don't know. It, it got me excited about being a filmmaker and wanting to, to film again and stuff. And just all in all, I was actually pleasantly surprised with how this movie all in all made me feel. It would have been ranked higher if Pennywise was actually good, but I'm going to give this movie a seven. Wow. All right. Now that he gave his rating, I can actually give my real rating now. Oh, go for it. Because I thought he was going to shit on it. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is weird. No. How I, do I, un- let me undo yours. Then. <laughs> no, I just wanted to give him to give a real rating. No, uh, this movie is pretty good. I, I'd give it a 7.5. <laughs> 
There you go. I'm about to say, I we've had a conversation. Yeah, I, know. Gave it a three. I was like, you, but I let. I'm I kind of had a feeling you were trying to bait him. Yeah, I mean, I would if, if you gave it a ten, I would have gave the same review that I gave. Yeah, so. I did. I didn't know because you guys gave it such high ratings. I'm like, I don't want him to be baited into giving it yeah. either a higher or lower rating on purpose. Well, when you said three point five, I'm like, he's bullshitting because Lonnie would not give it that because I know you've talked good about it before. It has You're lot, not that good of an. It actor. has a lot of good stuff in it, but yeah, it does have a lot of stuff I don't. <laughs> like but i don't know if the stuff i don't like is just because i loved the novel what happened in the miniseries but the stuff they touched in like they brought in because of the novel was so chef's kiss right and it's not so much in this one per se but in chapter two is where a lot of that novel you, stuff did you watch chapter two yet no no yeah. god one thing at a time <laughs> i know well, anyway. i was just wondering like some people w w you know you enjoyed it so you maybe you wanted to watch this. yeah but now. i've had people like at work that i was talking to about this because they were like well, i, I want to know i want to know so i did tell a couple people at work like but they bro. said with what I had said that there's like I don't think you're gonna like the second one because there's I mean, like it fills it out. the last one huh? it fills it out better. well I think yeah I think it concludes I still it prefer in both the miniseries and this one if I prefer the the kids I prefer stories. yeah well absolutely also yeah. I think the he chemistry of the anyways. kids is better than yeah. despite the amazing actors that are in part two or chapter two it's I think the chemistry is better. Yeah, yeah. 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 Also that. Yeah. But even with everybody's ratings, that gives us a BPT rating of 8.5. Nice. By the way, just random question. Whose movies have the highest? It's usually Lonnie's. No, it is. It's oh, me. I guess it's you. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> this ranks up there. It's pretty high on the list, I guess. Uh, let's see. The highest. Did you actually do the thing? I have it. It's going to be a while. So the highest we got is One Cut of the Dead, The Evil Within, The Menu, Pulp Fiction, The Sadness, It, Nightmare on Elm Street. Top two are this, my motherfucker. Kills them. I haven't one? got below an eight. So. Death to Smoochie. Nice guys. I yeah, not the terminal. Only, there is all three have right the top two. I have the bottom two. <laughs> nice. That's why we like you, Lonnie. You're just all over the place. Just, Wait, no, you didn't. Like that review. When you were talking, I was like, this could go any fucking way. <laughs> the bottom it. two is Begotten and Monsters. Oh, I've one of the two. And Prey and Alpha Dog and Passion of Darkly Night. <laughs> and all of Justice. <laughs> <laughs> it's because you guys don't have any taste, you know? It's that's because we, I watch a movie, I don't have to, I don't want to have to look for signs and all that shit. All right. But can I ask you guys a question when we get back on it real quick? Yeah. Is Richie too much or is he funny? I liked him. I, yeah, I thought he sold the movie the very first time. I, I relate it. to that motherfucker so much. Every I, comment he made, like your mom. Is that how you want to spend your summer? Is that an arcade? Beats spinning inside of your mother. Oh. Is, you know what I mean? I, 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 see I was, the one that was on Stranger Things. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I was okay putting a, a list together of who might be who. I forgot you like, don't have your IMDb right now. <laughs> you were obviously Richie. I couldn't figure Thank out Thank you. Where I take that. There's was, literally a there's Jew. There's just one Jew. But there's I don't put you as well. And you can't pick who I am. You're not relatable <laughs> to the Jew. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I do like Eddie, and I think that his uh, older version uh, looks. It's fucking spot on. Yeah. When they <laughs> cast the older version. The, the one that makes me laugh, though, I don't know if you know who the cast is for part two yet, but Ben, the I've fat kid, yeah. is like this ripped well, yeah, fucking He changed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's how it is it. in the... In the miniseries. I know, but it's well, just... I don't know. It just... Like, <laughs> there was... Like, he went yeah. from fat to like, well, I mean... Not fat. <laughs> you're... Yeah. You could probably He's walk like a up model a in it, chapter two. Yeah, all five of the kids were able to pick who what actors they wanted to play, but only two of them got the parts... So Bill Hader was the original or the the one of the original parts suggested from one of the kids. And 
was it Chastain? Jessica Chastain, no. yeah. But that's because uh, what's his name? Who's the director? Poser. Andy Milanakis or whatever his name is. Uh, <laughs> Manichetti. He's worked. He, he worked with her. Yeah, right. One. Th- he worked with her in uh, Mama, so I knew she was going to. One thing that I thought was kind of n- not very believable in this movie is the character of Ben, the fat kid. You don't like him? Well, I liked him, but it was real fat. That kid. <laughs> that was real fat. He no got, CGI like, on his, that kid at all. His stomach his nipples carved. Were he fell yeah. down a hill. He got sliced by this like rusty pipe by Pennywise. And this was, guy's guts. Got, his, he, this guy's <laughs> hamburger like, helper coming out. Look at this motherfucker. He's leaking hamburger helper. But yet yeah, he's just. He's just standing around like nothing. I'm like, you would be tending like, to your wounds. I know he yeah. does. He, he may, I don't know. That's maybe only if like you're bullied that spots. much, maybe yeah. he was uh, tending to his, like when he was sitting over in the, in the alleyway, whatever, like he was looking like he was in pain when he fell into the Creek with the great. I water. feel like <laughs> Ben was a great actor. And then there were parts where he was like the worst actor in the movie. Now I will also give, I got to find him on here. I think all of the kids, I think Stan, was yeah. a little soft at times, yeah. but that's his character. Yeah. I don't think his character was really 100% fleshed out. Which I don't even think, I like, if think he was gone from this movie, I don't, wouldn't be. even notice. Yeah. Well, well think, he kind of was, because if you actually honestly, looked at some of the places, he was edited in, it looks like. He was behind really? green screen a lot towards the end of it. Yeah. Really? Yeah. If you looked at the back, it's like, that. he's not in that area. Wow. And then when they're throwing the rocks and stuff like that, that's when... Lonnie doesn't like this movie anymore because it goes past the hour 26 is around the rock scene. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. hour, hour there four. were a few parts that it makes this a little long, but I, no. I, I will say the actor of Nicholas Hamilton who played Henry, the oh, yeah. bully. Yeah. I don't know that there's been he got any, <laughs> I don't know that there's been any movie where within seconds, I hated a character so much that they, he did so well. Being is it the mullet? Bo- I don't know. <laughs> that usually drives it. His makes you look, want to hate it. his eyes, his beady eyes, and just just how he he, he did a great job. As I don't know. Watch that knock and, at the cabin. Uh, there's a guy I literally wanted to die the whole fucking time, and he doesn't. Spoiler. But anyways, <laughs> so Pennywise's look, when you and I first reviewed that, I didn't really care for it. But when I kind of looked around like the, the costume designer's direction where she wanted to go with it. It's like, that actually kind of makes sense because Pennywise is a very ancient character, a person or uh, being, being yeah. entity. Yeah. entity. I guess costume wise, I didn't hate the look. The I didn't really care. I'm for the, the, I'm the hundred percent opposite of you. I think the Tim Curry one is boring. It's not scary at all. I think so His too. look. And I think it's the opposite. It took me a while, Skarsgård. but I think I do prefer Skarsgård's not just because it's Skarsgård, but I think it's because his eye does that thing. That too, he has <laughs> yeah, a natural he has thing. Such practical effects he, with his face. Yes, yes. He didn't want to steal anything from Tim Curry because even he alone thought right. that Tim Curry was awesome, and like he doesn't want to be distracting in that sense. Right. So he wanted to do something more original, and they worked so long. Like he was on set every single, like during the filming of this, him being there and not being used, and then like towards only halfway, like. He was still working on the character, getting that laugh down, like him doing going to the audition, like in clown makeup. And he's like, I'm a professional actor. I See, I, I watched his audition tape for Pennywise and I'm like, man, if I was a casting director, like why? It had to have been just his eyes because I thought he was 
it was fucking terrible his audition for it. Most auditions are. Haven't you seen any of mine? Yeah, I was <laughs> yeah. No, a person yeah. when yeah. you were done. <laughs> we don't make you audition. <laughs> That's true. Me and you don't audition. Well, I had to audition that first one. <laughs> That's a funny story. <laughs> I don't remember it, but you probably do. And why would you lie about it? Jeremy's just like sitting there with his arms over his knees, like <laughs> watching me on the floor, like <laughs> pretending like he's dying. Yeah. But yeah. um, Go ahead, Justin. Looks like you probably have like a laundry list of it's. I don't have more than a hundred. We'll Real say. quick. So you were surprised at the the lack of CGI that you, at least in your mind, you had it. It was going to be a lot more. I mean, yeah. I mean, we tried a, to tell you that there it was wasn't a lot as of CGI C- as you thought it was going to. There be. was a lot. It was a healthy amount of CGI. Yeah. No, but for you, sure. And I feel like you you have to, especially with like things changing. It wasn't like, yeah. it wasn't done as terribly as I thought it was going right. to be. Well, you have to compare too. Of when the miniseries came out in 1990, it was made for us. Like yeah. we were kids, we wanted to be scared. If they would have had the the capability of making some of the effects that they wanted to use, like the shower scene where Pennywise comes up through the drain and mm-hmm. opens it up, like that shitty effect. If they would have had the good CGI, it would have looked fantastic. Like some of the stuff they did and the effects they used would have been great. They just didn't have access to it. Uh, but they were more cerebral with the the miniseries, mm-hmm. which is what scared us. That's what we were used to. Nowadays, kids don't have the attention span or the imagination to be scared by things like that. So they need that visceral in your face, constantly jumping monster with teeth where we didn't. That's true. The garage scene actually, like I said, did really scare me because I was in the second row. Like, you know, because you think it's gone and then all of a sudden he's like right there again. You're like, fuck. Not not only that, but they hang on that. Yes. And it's like, like, your expectations seem seem to simmer. Like, oh, okay, there it is. There it is. I was watching it at Michael's place and he's got pretty good surround sound and, that did make me jump too. I yeah. Was like, Holy fuck. It takes but. a lot for me to jump, but that had me. And then it was like, after that, it was like a few seconds of just be, him being terrifying for a second. You know, I thought that this Pennywise did, or, or this version of it did more than the miniseries for me personally on being more terrifying to me. Yeah. Like I said, yeah. I don't find Tim Curry's it a scary looking individual. I think he just looks like Bozo the Clown to me. Yeah. That's, but, I think that's what they were going off. But of a lot of people are so. completely scared by Bozo the Clown. You know what I mean? So I'm not terrified of clowns in real life. I, you know, I whatever, think the original so. was they wanted is like close to a normal looking clown right. as possible. No, and I get that. And like, because it was just in the first one, like when his teeth show sharp for the first time, I think that in itself, just that little change freaked people out enough because i think they also made his eyes a little more like blackened or whatever when his teeth showed but yeah i mean to me i will i will always pick the look of tim curry over scars guards which sucks because like working in halloween retail it's like since 2017 tim curry's pennywise doesn't exist you have you have your jason Voorhees, Leatherface, michael myers you have all of them freddy krueger and they're the original face. looking ones. And then the Pennywise that they use is always the 2017. It's like, that annoys me. Because I actually thought that last night because I've been hanging some picture things around my house. And there's this metal tin picture that I got for my birthday that has all the horror villains on it. And, of course, the Pennywise on it is Curry, Stupid Bill Skarsgård. So, um, yeah. Go ahead. I was going to kind of get into this I forgot a this bit. is his movie. No. <laughs> no. 
So we got the Losers Club. Yeah, the the group. He of did kids. this to my movie too. Yeah, so. sure. right. it starts off with like what the five, and then ends up six, seven kids or so. They're I like Mike. Group of children who band Mike together to great. fight it. They can be seen as modern versions of the archetypical hero's journey. They face various challenges and obstacles as they try to defeat it and save their town. So the creature of it, Pennywise, he's kind of known, uh, or it can be compared to various other mythological creatures or entities such as demons, shapeshifters, and tricksters. And it yeah. comes out flatly says that it preys on the fear. The fear kind of makes the the kids taste better, so he eats them. The idea of power of belief is also present in the story. So the Losers Club is able to overcome it by banding together and believing in each other while it is weakened by their united front. So, uh, excuse me, guys, because I just got um, Invisalign yesterday, so I might sound a little weird getting used to these trays in my mouth. I don't want to hear it. I can take my whole entire top row out. <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys ever watched the Oprah movie, The Wrinkle no. in Time? No. I think Oprah is <laughs> a terrible actress. Same. Same. Who said she was a good actress? I oh, she was like, no, she's been nominated for something, doesn't she? <laughs> yeah, because she? she's got like a trillion dollars, so she pays so I mean, that's true, the Oscars are. There is a fan theory that they do the kind Oscars of think that Pennywise is part of A Wrinkle in Time because both are from different galaxies. They can shapeshift, mind control, broken hypnosis by love. They seem to speak telepathetically. <laughs> The names Richie Tozier and, and Beverly Marsh are both in both stories. Other writings of oh, Kings really? mention things like the Tesseract and Wrinkle in Time or Tadash and Dark Tower. And the same name stars that give guidance. <laughs> Richie was like, who invited Molly Ringwald into this group? Who invited Molly Ringwald into the group? When you said Beverly Marsh, that's what I thought of. <laughs> please, please don't go, girl. <laughs> they're they're placebo or they're gazebos. They're gazebos. <laughs> you know what these are? They're gazebos. They're bullshit. Dude, I cannot tell you. I When that first happened in the theater, we were belly laughing so hard. It was like me, Joe, and our friend Billy. Like, we were fucking dying. They're gazebos. They're Speaking bullshit. of new kids on the block, did you guys oh, get all those. the, other than the please don't go girl? Uh, step by step. <laughs> I don't know. I saw there was a po the poster on the back of his door. There was that. that. She was. Didn't he have like stickers on his book or something too? There's the, well, yeah, the please don't go girl. And then when she comes back out of the store to see him, she's like, oh, Ben from Soch. She's like, do you sure that they got the right stuff to fix you up with? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She did say that. A little slut. Yeah, Beverly and Ben. I know, right? <laughs> she sort of had like this superiority complex, but when she was under the watch of her dad, like, it, she just kind of like broke because I mean, he was an abusive father, but I think that kind of hardens her to her peers where she feels like she might be above it. Like anything that they can do to her, she's already been through worse. Yeah. 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 That is one of the biggest things I, I didn't like about the movie is kind of, they kind of made it up to me a little bit. I did not like the fact that they changed it from the fifties to 1989. 80s. I did not like that at all. Well, it was supposed to be the original one. Wasn't it 86 when no. the kids were around? No. I thought it was like 86 or no. 87 because it was only like a two or three years off. No, it was like called. 1950s, 1950s or 1960s. Yeah. Hmm. It was a while. Yeah. I Considering it, was... it came out in 1990, they're not going to make it yeah. seem like it's 20. They do that all the time. They oh. put things in the future. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> 
But anyway, the the way they made it up to me, and, and John mentioned it earlier, was with the soundtrack. Yeah, like the soundtrack for the movie I love was the score. fantastic. I love the score, I love the soundtrack. See, I I don't pay attention to that. Like, I don't know if that's a good thing. That it's just I don't. I think it. that's a good thing, though. I think it yeah. is a good yeah. thing because if it you're doesn't not distract yeah. you from yeah. the movie. Sound carries the movie, and if that's if I it, love scores, like I'll listen to them like in my car or like when I'm cleaning or something. Like I'm a weirdo that does that. If a movie is void of like music that carried the scene and it's, it is kind of like what the, something's well, missing. Well, it's almost like I don't even remember music being in the scene. So that's why I'm like, is that? No, I feel like it's yeah. good because it, it, I mean, if you like the scene, I think the music helped you like Just that blends scene. In. Yeah. Like I was noticing it when 1960, 1960 to 1990. Hmm. That's 30 years. I noticed the score when Billy went up to the house. Like that score was like intense, oh, yeah. right there. The his own house or the no, house the, at the end, the, the house, Pennywise. the well house, yeah, the penny, the well house on Neil So, speaking of that, while we're on that subject, whenever I get done watching a movie, I like to go on YouTube and look up filming locations for these mm-hmm. movies because it's especially older ones. Because it's all it's done cool. in Canada, by the way. It's for those cool who don't to know. see. There's, I think a few in Maine. It, it's cool Banger. to see Banger how. Banger. The, That's where it's Bangalore. modeled after. The areas changed over the years, like something from the 80s that they're visiting now. And just uh, and then they do the side-by-side comparisons. So I was looking up the filming locations for it. And two stories with that. One, they found the house where Georgie got pulled into the sewer and the old lady and the cat were at. That old lady's a fucking idiot. Yeah, yeah, she is. <laughs> so, she didn't report anything. She could have, you know. Yeah. yeah. They they talked to, they went there and they said they know, they seen where where the uh, sewer was at, it was like re-cemented, like it was newer cement. And there's like, but we noticed that there was an older sewer like 10 feet away. So they talked to somebody, one of the neighbors that was there, and they said that they cut and put a drain there for the movie for Bill to go into for the scene. So he was actually in the sewers. So I thought that was kind of cool that they actually, just so that I think it was for the angle because where the other one was, it wouldn't have matched up with, the shots they needed to get, but I know that was one of the more expensive scenes. And it was like, I thought they did that in a, on a set. Well, but I'm sure they did both yeah. practical and on a set and a sound stage. But the other thing is there's a guy that's his YouTube channel is called Scott on tape. And he does a lot of traveling. He's a vlogger and stuff. And he does a lot of filming locations. He did something very cool with this movie. And I recommend people go to watch it. He's done a couple location things for the it movie, but he did one, <sighs> With the uh, girl who the lot that they built the house on, Penny, what the house Pennywise was in, she she was she lived in the house right next door to it. She took pictures from day one, from when they put the fence up to it being completed to when they were filming and stuff like that. And she shows she has a book that she put together. It's really cool to see the pictures and the process of how this house was constructed, and then the stories she was telling about how she got to hang out with all the kids that were in the cast because they were pretty much her age and that she basically, her and her dad that lived in the house, they became set people for it because they lived right there and they had to kick them out of the house and they put them up in a hotel for a few days because they needed their house to look abandoned for when they're filming. But it's really cool. Scott on tape, I would look it up. But one thing that she said in it too, which was kind of, because you've seen in the pictures, it showed the cast of kids on the bikes and then it showed these other kids on bikes that were their stunt doubles or their doubles. She said that the kids can't work more than two hours a day. Jeez. So they had to get all the stuff, their dialogue. A day? No. Nah. Yeah. 
that's not true. That's uh, the one law. of the kids was saying that they worked about like 13, 14 hours. Mm, no. She said by the law was that these kids could only work like two hours a day legally. We got child labor laws now? Since well, when? Staff, but yeah, it, I thought that was kind of interesting. Were, I, I always remember thought, they were in Canada. Oh. Hey. <laughs> so, but anyways, that was, since we were talking about it, I thought that was a good time to throw in that little jigger. I did, for me, when I first saw this in theaters, I really love that soft opening. Like everything is kind of like screening down and you got the rain, you get a introduction to Bill and Georgie and like their relationship and how they, they do love each other. But you got Bill tearing out the thick paper, the hard manila texture of things to come, every fold and crease, so intentional. Bill is folding his boat like it's the last one he'll ever make. It shows that the, the love and care he has for his kid brother. It's so sad. It's beautiful. But with that, I mean, after when Georgie goes outside and he's chasing Georgie? the boat and it's like he ducks under the first caution, but he doesn't see the second one. I was not expecting that whatsoever. But that yeah. make, was that a jump scare for you? It kind of startled me, yeah. <laughs> this movie did fuck me up for a while because it's like the emotion that kind of how you were saying, and I did watch Black Phone not too long ago. I was like, oh, okay. that it's was a great yeah. movie. Or the, the little girl getting beat by her dad or something like that. But yeah. um, for this movie, anyways, Georgie, what, what's his name? He's got a three-namer. Jason Scott Lee. No, that's not it. Yeah, Taylor Scott. Anyways, the actor who played Georgie, he was actually I, 45 years old. He looks so like innocent and you know, like he he was very comfortable with his character, <laughs> but him like reaching down and like getting snagged and then his arm bit off and like Dude, he cried uh, that yeah. he he shrieked and he's like no I'm trying to crawl away I'm like uh uh and I was probably with my infant daughter at the time in the theater we were trying to oh the one this. the one who loves yeah the one that yeah. <laughs> not that yeah. one she wasn't born yet oh. she was born a year later Jackson Robert Scott yes that's the one. Thank you. But yeah, no, this movie fucked me up for a while. That scene alone stuck in my mind for like a good month or so. It's like, ah, oh, man, I know it's a movie, but like shit like that. Yeah, like a little shit kid like that happens all the time. <laughs> really? No. The kids get their so. arms bit off. Well, I mean, <laughs> I, I was laughing That's at that, that opening scene, how it showed like a close up of the cat when like shit yeah. was going down. It's just like, the <laughs> like the cat could really show like emotion. Well, it, it did look scared. And as a predator itself, cats always look scared. The cat looks well, it confused. Looks, it's like, they didn't the look fuck? like a bitch or scared. That's what <laughs> like it didn't want to like. get wet <laughs> because if they get wet, they multiply. And what? Yeah. That's a whole new movie. That's a different movie. <laughs> like, and I can understand that scene. And it's one of those, you really have to read the book to understand why she was so aloof and why the people in the car were so aloof. The, and like, the, Old lady, the old lady, yeah. yeah, and why like some of the people don't really like the car driving by when Ben's getting right. beat up or whatever. And it's all it's kind of it's a poison. All the it's all Pennywise's effect on the town yeah. and his ability. Well, it, I to, mean, the dad doesn't even see the blood when right. you know he was just drunk. Maybe. Well, all of them they they don't. That's, very, that's a lot of blood. <laughs> no. That would have been the worst thing to clean up. Yeah, he walks in, doesn't see it, and fucking slips. I'm sorry, like, but, I'm sorry, but if you guys ever like said, "Come here," and like you took me to your house and your bathroom was full of blood, you think my ass is going to be helping you clean that shit up? Go Hell fuck no. yourself. No. And they didn't even clean it all up. But they like, liked the girl. Though. They left a drop yeah, they all right in the center. That's of the, why yeah. there was an orgy. It wasn't because they needed to kill. Them. Well, Richie, Richie just stood outside for four hours or whatever it was. He's like, "Did you guys take long enough?" <laughs> 
guys took longer than my penis. Well, that wasn't very long. <laughs> I love Richie. I think he was one of my favorite characters in this he's, movie because you, I relate to him so much. If you look at pictures of him now, he's grown up so much. He's one of those yeah, kids. Yeah, he's in Ghostbusters. I feel, I feel like, yeah. he, like one day he was this tiny little kid, and then like overnight he grew like two foot. I mean, that's what happens. <laughs> Get those growth spurts. I, I like him. He's a pretty good actor, too. Like, he's not like, you know, he's, he's not Christian believable. Bale or something. Yeah. But right. Not he yet, anyway. I've enjoyed yeah. him in what I've seen him in. Like, I've seen him in it. I've seen him in Strange Things. I've seen him in Ghostbusters. You know, like, like, he looks like a weird kid right now, but he's going to grow into his own, and he's going to be the next Christian Bale and be the next Batman and stuff. Watch this. Mark my words right now. We're going to review that or movie. Or he's going to just keep growing and get let. Weirder. Ganglier and more Jufro, and he's gonna be lost. Like the kid from the new guy, like Daniel Sexbang from what is that kid's Sex name? Party? Or the new kid. I mean, remember when everyone thought Macaulay Culkin was an attractive little cute kid? Now he's a fucking. I still think he is. Thank you. <laughs> he's playing a character. Is that Rory Culkin? <laughs> 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 in Scream Four, and I almost sent you a video of me going. Is that Rory Culkin? <laughs> The um, it's an inside joke. Paper boat. The SS Georgie. Yes, the SS Georgie, which is also an actual. He was like ship. genuinely upset when that went down. The like series. Like, no, Bob, Bill's gonna kill me. I, I did like that. The Bill's gonna kill me. So when he loses the boat, you, see, you hear him say that, and then Penny says, "Bill's gonna kill you." Without your boat, you don't want to lose it, Georgie. Bill's gonna kill you. And then at the very end, ben, Bill shoots Georgie, the appearance of Pennywise with the bolt gun, seemingly killing him. So it kind of has like a bit of a wraparound. There's a, it does that a few times. But going back to the paper boat. So the paper boat, it's a symbol of childhood innocence and fear. And for Georgie, it's his trust in his big brother. And for Bill, it's a loss of his brother and the guilt he lives with. So when he sees the paper boat, I think he, yeah, he, he ends up with it in the second one, I want to say. Thanks, yeah. fucker. You're welcome. All the kids, they sort of, like I've mentioned earlier, they kind of have their own little traumas. Beverly has the abusive father. Ben's fat. Ben is a big guy. Eddie also has an abusive mother on a different extreme. She doesn't have an abusive It, it is Not abuse. an abusive mother, but it's more like a- It's moon, moon showers. Yeah. 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 It's by proxy. It's, it it's, is abuse, She's though. been giving him gazebos. <laughs> Those are bullshit. But, like, that's what- People do when they're in, you know, like Munchausen, like they haven't received the love that they've wanted or seeked for. So they take it out or at least try to. Eddie cracks me up. Overtly. He's the perfect casting. Yeah, he's great. They try to overtly like make somebody need them. That way they feel loved or so. And it's very ass backwards, but. Yeah. What's Stan's problem? Jew. Yeah. yeah. I feel like the character of Mike was an afterthought. No, I don't feel like he really had that big his, part. Like he, he was supposed he to be a loner. Killed the bully. But his story arc is developed. No, he fucked up the bully. <laughs> he didn't kill the bully. His story arc is well, more. No, the fall killed the bully. Yeah, <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't die. I want to hear what Lonnie has to his say. Story, Shut the fuck up. His story arc is more developed in chapter two. Like everything yes, you yes. really doesn't resolve in one is way more developed in part two. I know nothing about him except he. He was hesitant to it, shoot. shoot I do back. love that first time we see him and like the hands are coming out of the door. Like his, the like his, I love yeah. that parents' hands. Right it's supposed to be his parents and the people yeah. who are in the apartment or house or whatever yeah. that burned alive. His that's that's another thing that that's bone. like 
almost a chapter of the book is dedicated to that. And it's like a quick blurb in the movie. They yeah. just kind of mention about the black spot. But there's like a whole chapter about that, like Mike's not origin story, but about him that describes that and just little things that he threw in there. You're not wrong, like, though, Jeremy. They don't really hash yeah. him out at all. Because he's such a, a vital part of part two. Part yeah, two. Yeah. Like, he sticks around in right. Derry, and that's something we know about from the miniseries. They just go way more into detail mm-hmm. with it. Him and Ben both are sort of the outsiders of the new guys, and they both kind of, like, delve a little bit further, deeper into, like, the history. He was gifted, or I guess left with a book that his parents had that kind of told the story of like the dairy clown and all that. And, you know, Pennywise and Ben was just getting the history of everything since Mike stayed, he contained his memories and the further you get, you forget everything. So one thing I want to say to Ben, when he's in the library and that headless creatures, the kid reeking, running after him, the egg collector, that was pretty creepy. That's super creepy. The movements of the headless kid running was like, Oh my God. Like, that again, a CGI effect that actually was looked pretty good. Yeah. There was another scene, like a little bit prior to that, where the librarian gives him the book. Yeah, and, and she's it was, just and looking it was one creepy. of those background yeah. things that really mm-hmm. didn't notice that you weren't few looking for. You in the background it. that there's was so many like things that, in yeah. that movie. Yeah, where he's just looking through the book, and every time it flashes to a POV of him, she's like she's like over his creepier. shoulder, just yeah. kind of like takes a step forward and staring oh, at really? the camera. Yeah, it's super yeah, she's creepy. blurry and you really can't see her. But yeah, you can like kind of make out the her second staring time I watched and smiling. It on a normal TV, like being in a huge theater, I didn't really notice it too much. But so I noticed it the first time I saw him, I was like, that was one of the first sinister things I saw, and she's like just yeah. grimacing. Yeah. yeah. Huh. And it's, she's so far, and the next thing she's a little bit closer, and you can see her like head down, staring, smiling. It's just those little things, and it had so many of those where it's just it. Like I said before, like it's such a a presence in the city that it's like basically infected everything. Hmm. Have to. I hate that I'm saying this, but I'll have to watch it again. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was gonna try to find so, it for you. Also, in the library, oh, that is thing. the first time that we see a red balloon which symbolizes the presence of Pennywise. It it kind of like led him to the burning eggs. So Ben, like I said, was going through all the history, trying to figure things out since he didn't really have any friends and saw this whole history or sorry, Easter egg sort of an explosion that killed a lot of people. You get to see a picture of all these kids cradling Easter eggs. And if you look at that picture in the back left, you see Pennywise kind of an emotion or so. And there's one kid looking at him. And, you know, she's facing her her back against the camera. That was a pretty, you know, that, that same boy, was, as when he's turning the pages, you see the head stuck in the tree. And then when he goes down to the basement, you see the headless kid chase him. But, yeah, no, the movements, the jangly walk. I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to, before you go on to your note three of 100. Um, 88. <laughs> this is just kind of like. In the realm of remakes, since we're all in the filmmaking industry, if we could pick one horror film out there to remake with shorty films, what would it be? Did we already say that? I don't think we did. I think no, we, we did just normal just films. Because I said Hatari. And yeah. Well, we already answered that. He said, uh, the uh, fuck, what was the movie we watched? Neon Maniacs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You caught me. <laughs> I don't know. Mine keeps producing sequels, so I don't really need a remake right now. 
Good question. I, I mean, you can hate it all you that. want. I love it. I don't really care if you hate it or not. With with practical effects, I mean, I don't want to do like a puppet or doll type of thing, like Gremlins or Chucky or anything. I think some sort of creature feature that isn't uh, open, as exposed. Open water, but the water's only two foot deep. That movie oh. is <laughs> fucking ass. Huh. Made me so sick. <laughs> All right. We'll go back to the book that he's reading, The a History of Old Dairy. So the 1908 explosion tells of 88 children killed in the Easter egg hunt. Uh, I don't think this is really Nazi jargon that it's saying in the book, but in the Nazi jargon, 88 means Heil Hitler. So it, it Isn't pretty that how many notes you have, you said? Yes. <laughs> oh, wow. That is. Mm. Hmm. Don't look at me like that. So eight is the eighth said. letter, or H is the eighth letter of the alphabet. So eight eight also signal or symbol looks like an H. So H H. Why do you just have a Charlie Chaplin mustache, Justin? Justin, I'm trying something different. Oh, I got a Invisalign. Put your hands down. When was the library scene? It's like twenty minutes in. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty much like yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. Not finding it there. Oh, I think I got it actually. Did you know that this movie was inspired by the Three Billy Goats? The nursery oh, rhyme. I'm on. I'm exactly so on. This movie never would have been made if Stephen King didn't have car issues. Like his whole, I think it was his transmission went out or just fell out, and he <laughs> just fell out. Yeah, and he took it to the the garage or, or some shop or whatever, and he had to take a long walk. So while he was taking this walk, he was kind of like in his own mind. He had to cross this bridge, and it's kind of the story of the three Billy Goats trying to cross the bridge, but the trolls underneath, and that is kind of the um, emphasis. Impetus, whatever. That's kind of like the seed that he put into this movie. He's like, well, what happens if there was like a troll under the bridge? And what what if it's not a troll? What if it's something else that kind of scares people? And if they're not goats, they're children. So there is a troll, clown, Pennywise entity underneath the town of Derry. Mm -hmm. And that kind of like lays the foundation kind of what to what uh, Lonnie was saying. So- the canals is kind of very important, you know, like everything that leads to water, the water is kind of like being poisoned every time he wakes and makes his or, or tries to go out to feed his hunger. The town is kind of like blinded and in a trance or does not notice things, whereas he is free to roam or feed. Well, when he's not being cornered. Thank you. <laughs> and it's interesting like the way the book starts is the way chapter two starts hmm. like so they kind of flip-flopped it there but i do making a, a cohesive story they kind of have to start young to old they the book jumps around so much but it's easier because you have the source material in front of your face if they tried to do that movie wise i can see it being very i think that'd be a cluster very yeah. jumbled yeah yeah. So, yeah, kind of what we were saying earlier. So Henry carves the H, the Heil, into Ben's tummy. That was a reach. With a stiletto, by the way. My favorite kind of knife. Nice. And stiletto footwear. <laughs> uh, Lonnie. Yeah. Who was a better body? Was it Betty Ripson or Ray Brower? I think, I think Ripson was better. Because she was more intact. I think Ray Bauer, we didn't get enough of him. Yeah. It tells two stories, too, so it's kind of hard to compare. But Well, it, if you're talking about specifically the body, like the story of the body isn't the body. 
the story of the body is the journey to the body. Yes. So if you're just wanting the body itself, then absolutely Ripson's better. Say body one more time. Body. Body. (laughs) Body. But if Why you, you look at me when you say that? If you want, <laughs> if you want the journey to find the body, of course, the body, aka Stand by Me, is a better story. But if you want, like, what's scarier, Betty Ripson, Betty Ripson. or yeah, we get about three tastes of her. If you want to call that, that's probably poor phrasing. Let's not. So Betty Ripson, you see like her mom at the school. She's standing outside while you see like the curfew, seven p.m. for the dairy curfew. There's also an article of a body found by the canal that's not Betty's, and the boys find a shoe with B. Ripson marked in the in the sewer. And you also hear a voice coming through the sink that says, I'm Betty. When it says, I'm Betty, uh, fuck, what's his name? Patrick and the other name, Veronica. SpongeBob? <laughs> yes. You also see her when she's hanging. Patrick! <laughs> you also see her when she has no legs Patrick hanging Huff's in that closet. <laughs> not scary at all. <laughs> Am I not scary enough for you, Billy? Going back to the beginning, Bill's looking out the window and he tells Georgie to be careful. And windows are kind of like the device for perception. The gloomy rainy day is kind of like the guilt and fault he pours upon himself. So sad. I know this really choked you up, doesn't it? Bill's bedroom, like, I, do you guys, I mean, I don't know how, I mean, I feel like John's already never really grown out of it. No offense or anything, but I'm like, oh, I don't give a did fuck. you remember like <laughs> dressing up your, you know, how your posters and your action figures and all that everywhere. And it's like, well, now that I have kids, I don't think you really, you still put your shelves higher, huh? Maybe or you do, don't have you ever baby proofed your house? Oh yeah. <laughs> I've never <laughs> I have baby gates on literally every door frame. We've had like katanas on the floor and stuff in my medi room, my meditation room and my tatami mats and stuff. But, uh, what the it, fuck are you getting at with this? Um, what about his room? What about his Bill? room was cool. I liked it. You got Beetlejuice, <laughs> Beetlejuice posters. You got all these other things that were also like. I like that the theater yeah. was playing Batman and in, in Derry and Nightmare, Nightmare on Elm Street yeah, Five. The, there was Pennywise himself is pretty much a rendition of Freddy Krueger, and Batman. they both <laughs> they both feed off the fear of kids. <laughs> Except for one eats them and one takes enjoyment of killing it. And I think it's more of a sexual thing for Lethal Freddy. Weapon two. Isn't Lethal Weapon 2 also yeah, playing? Yeah, Lethal Weapon and Batman were playing at the same I think, time. Uh, was it episode three or four where we compare Pennywise and Mary Poppins? Yep. They're the same. We didn't. You did. You did. did. Okay, well, huh. yes. Did I? I yeah. might have. I, I think we both here. kind of went over it. <laughs> you, you weren't born yet. <laughs> I, I didn't hatch. At the, I'm going to jump around too. So at the very end, <laughs> Let's hope so. You know, the, you went back to the beginning. Yeah. The uh, blood scared. oath was... pack. Do you remember the blood oath pack at the very end when they yeah. cut their hands? I'm like, man, like some of those acting too. I'm like, you're not even like if you get cut, you're like, ah, ah, fucking shit, mother. I know half of them were like, I'm like ah. Archie. I would have ex- I expected him to like curse or something. Well, there like was that, no like, blood on the glass after like the fifth kid that they kept. Like you guys hands. are sharing it. Although I do like when he uh, when she kisses Bill, he's got like the, the blood, blood stains and stuff neck. like that. Yeah. So I like the foreshadowing of that because it kind of like tells you a little bit more about like the second part. So when you see the group leave, you see Stanley leave first. Then if you know anything about the second one, Stanley is the first to die, and then kills himself. Eddie leaves right afterwards, and he also, yeah. So they do like this sort of fade disappear type of thing as the group is kind of moving on. I thought that was kind of a cool and. A little bit telling to the, the what's one. going on. 
In the book, Richie was scared of the werewolves. And maybe when Pennywise comes out of the fridge and exposes a long werewolf claw, that might have been a nod to that. Also in the miniseries, it was a werewolf. That was a, like with a contortionist and a little bit of CGI. Yeah. He, Bill Skarsgård actually trained with a contortionist to yeah. be in that. And they, they filmed that backwards because they were having issues filming it, you know, him coming out. So it's like, wouldn't it just be easier to have him position himself into the fridge and then come out? And then they worked it around. So yeah. almost everything in that scene where his body is spinning and stuff like that, that's real. No. Yeah. His yeah, head no. is the only real place <laughs> or real placement. After all of the spinny stuff, but he still did the movements and then I thought just that was cool though. Change things around. So yeah. Penny for your thought? No, I was I was I was <laughs> trying like, to picture like, the the scene when he comes out of the was it the refrigerator? Yeah, in the yeah. well house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After oh fuck, it's right when he gets break, like man? into it. Oh gross. when Eddie Eddie drops off and he's <laughs> he got just, that arm break. He holds it up and he's like, ah! <laughs> 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 Even I was like, oh god. <laughs> Yeah, that was a pretty uh, good looking broken arm. It was pretty. Yeah, it was disgusting. Convincing. <laughs> it wasn't good. It no. was bad. It's horrible. What what door would you guys have taken? Not scary. Scary. The scary, scary one. The scariest of all. Yeah. Because I figured. Well, it's either door. Joke. Well, we're also think... adults, and we have like better like. We know when someone's trying to trick us at this point. Like even still, though, I mean, as they're adults in the second one, they're still scared a little bit. But. Well, that's because uh, James McAvoy is a weirdo. I don't know. Fuck off. Okay, <laughs> fair enough. He said, "Fuck off." Oh, <laughs> oh, you were you were serial? <laughs> no, no. Um, I don't think it would really matter as long as you went in there in any door without with knowing that it's all fake. It wouldn't have mattered. It's not fake. It's real to me. You're fake. I'm not the adults. All of the adults were watching the Dairy Children Hour. The Dairy Children's Hour. That's where they say the word of the day is clown. The word of the day is clown. Is that where the Uh, show's like, kill him, Richie? Yeah. And you will too, Henry. Make it a wonderful day. Kill him. 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 It's like, why are, it's like Eddie's mom is watching it, and then you His kind of dad got fucked. Yeah, well, that knife right through the thing. I know. It's like, oh, need help now. I, I like did the like li- the. Sorry, I like the line. I can't think of exactly how it went, but when his dad shoots the ground shoots the ground look at him now this is yeah. something about it. it crumbles like a piece of paper yeah, yeah something yeah. like that I was like damn you kind of feel for Henry a little bit in that instance but I thought that was one of the more that and what what Will said the grandfather of Mike I believe that was his name in this yeah it's like they had like two of the better lines in this when he was talking about you can be in there or you can be out here like us one of these days somebody's gonna catch you right between the eyes and mm-hmm. It's like, well, and that did happen. Mm-hmm. And the person who was who did that was the other person who got that the better line, his dad. Say that again. <laughs> the person who got Mike between the li- <laughs> eyes was the kid, Officer oh, Bowers. Go, go, Henry, okay. who also got the line of saying, fuck, what was that? What did you just say? That you can crumble? Whatever. Yeah. yeah. I, I did like that contrast. There's different extremes. The character extremes I, I thought was really well written. So you got like the, the love triangle with Ben, Bill, and Beverly. And then you got like the bees. always serious person with Archie and the all, sorry, always not serious with Archie and the always serious with Eddie. And yeah. Archie. Archie's 
always funny. And Eddie's Richie. always serious. Richie. 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 Sorry. You've <laughs> called him Archie at least four times, and I was waiting for somebody else to correct him. Thank you. But thank you. Thank you, uh, Lonnie. I forgot my R's today. R. Archie. Archie. <laughs> Rock war. <laughs> he thrusts his fists against the post and still insists he sees the ghost. That was the line that Bill Very was trying good. to. good. Trying to. Um, guys. And that was uh. one of the other wraparounds, too. So Bill, that's one of his things, one <clears> of his <throat> phrases he tries to use to try to correct his speech or his stutter or whatever. Like he thrusts his fist against the post or whatever, but he's stuttering through it. And at the very end, you see Pennywise crumbling right before he flips over. And he says the same thing to Bill or I guess the group of kids that he thrusts his fist against the post. And by the way, the actual yeah. line is ain't nothing like a little fear to make a paper man crumble. That's right. the one. Look at them now, boys. Ain't nothing like a little fear to make a paper man crumble. Did you see that Eddie was wearing the a shirt of the killer car? Christine. Christine? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess I didn't really pay attention to that. Here's a few Easter eggs. Do you even too. look for Easter eggs anymore? Jeez, no. who are you anymore? Yeah. I was just getting over the fact that I was watching. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. I mean, I'm not going to criticize you for that. Did you Did you catch the Easter egg when they all dove in the water? Yes. The... Turtle? Oh, a turtle. Yes. Or he also had the turtle in, in uh, the bedroom of yeah, Georgie's bedroom. Georgie's yeah. bedroom. So it's like something brushed up against my leg when they were swimming. Pennywise uh, arch nemesis. Maturin, the deity of the macroverse. <laughs> yeah. He's actually the enemy of Pennywise. There's a lot of connection to this and other, like, I mean, this, this movie, what I really love about Stephen King's writings is, is he does connect yes. everything yeah. into something like the kids could be shiners, if you will, because especially when they <clears throat> grow up, yeah. they kind of like sense something is going wrong with like, oh my God, like something just, I was just thinking whatever. Oh. So the biggest. And they were in misery. Yeah. I'm just kidding. The big, the, <laughs> the two biggest references in the, the Stephen King universe to, to it is. The Dark Tower series. Yes. Mm-hmm. And the now I'm gonna get the title wrong. It's the it's the JFK one, the eleven two fifty two or whatever. Eleven forty two. I thought that was a farmer one with I forget. No, it's oh. the it's the one where they, they go back in time and they, they find Richie and Bev and they they talk about Pennywise, but they don't directly mention him. But yeah, that's another one. That they directly mention characters from this story. With the love triangle, Ben and Beverly, when Ben goes to her house, then they clean up. He kind of takes a step into the room, the bedroom, and he sees the the frog prince letter, which is also a story about a special kiss returning someone to their original state. And he was the one to kiss her to bring her back. Like the true love kind of breaks the curse. That was cool. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That was that was pretty cool, Man. huh? Remember, <laughs> Man. Remember when you kissed her and turned her back? <laughs> that was cool. <laughs> so Richie, not Archie, when yep. when he <laughs> finally reveals his fear when they're in the Barrens, is it, or whatever? Right in front of the Paul Bunyan statue. Yeah. There's that crazy or that creepy clown on stage, also played by Bill Skarsgård. And that one was modeled after John Wayne Gacy. He reveals that he's afraid of clowns there. Clowns. Bicycles. I just don't like the way you said it. Clowns. Bicycles is another common theme. Though, so they are like Eddie's I mom, the silver. town bicycle. Oh. 
I hold silver away. So the bicycles are symbols of imagining your mom's childhood <laughs> freedom and friendship as they allow the losers club to escape from their fears and troubles. So silver being the most prominent of this movie or movies, since you got chapter one and chapter two, silver named after the Lone Ranger's horse is a meaning of imagination. That kind of like leads me to a kind of like what the whole movie was based off of. Like it's well, not based off of, but what it's about, it's pretty much a battle of fear itself, which fear can end up dominating you in whatever path of life has laid out for you. So imagination can be the seed for the fear. It's what creates the emotion of anxiety because it's often what we don't know that scares us, not necessarily what we do know. So these people don't, or these kids and people, I should say, they don't necessarily know what is frightening them at, uh, because it changes shape and it's trickery and all that to lead and bait. So, but imagination directed accordingly, it can be the very thing that can defeat it. So evil can flow through anything like water, hence why the canals, sinks, sewers seem to point to it, even water in a trash bag with Beverly. Water is the abundant resource, and evil also has no end. That would suck, by the way, to be in a bathroom stall and have somebody pop open a garbage bag with water and nasty shit. Bunch of bitches. Ew. That bitch. How many more notes you got, Justin? Like 64. Patrick, did you know he was supposed to be... fucking serious. You're going to get a water bottle at your head. Patrick, he was secretly gay in the book. Not so much in the movie, other than his flaming tendencies. <laughs> then there's the... I, I love like, who's Patrick? Man? Yeah, yeah. The I love dairy balloon, which is also the hat that's worn by the gay dude in the second one. So I think that might have been a hint there. Patrick Hofstetter. Yeah. He's one of the voices you hear from the sink. But Stanley, I did like the framing when he goes and puts the book away. So you have like the menorah behind Stanley's head and him putting the Torah on the shelf. It's like he's pushing it off and things are behind him. Then the flutist image falls down. When he returns to hand the image back up, the light over the bookshelf burns out, putting the books in a shadow. And books are supposed to be knowledge. So it's like everything he thinks he knows is not actually what they are. He will find out after he reveals the image. When he lifts the painting, she's not there. And the editing of this I thought was magical. They use a flute and to incite the fear. And the crooked lady is warped, like his perception. Flautist. <laughs> Flutist. Flautist. One who makes flautas. I love flautas. Flautist. Uh, also, the aspirator. That's another hard image. So Eddie's aspirator is said to contain mostly water. And water, again, if we connect it to be poisoned. Battery acid. Yeah. In the town of Derry, Eddie realizes it's just a placebo illuminating knowledge, like a light over books. It can dismantle the fear. And what was once fear can now be used as a weapon. On his respirator, it says use as needed. So Sonia Kasparak is your typical Munchausen monther. Lacking of love, so she, yeah, whatever. Anyways, uh, he uses that as battery acid. He uses the imagination to defeat his fear. There was a few Michael Jackson references where he's like, I'm going to light your hair like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> also, the, the, the Pepsi. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> the Pepsi thing. Pepsi, yeah. My hair, my hair. The word fuck is used 60 times in this movie. 60. Did you know Dick? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Usually before I go to bed. The black dude in The Shining. He was a telepathetically, he spoke with Danny. Dick Halloran. Yeah. He survived the fire as the army cook at the club. That was the black spot. Located in the 1969 fire from the history that Ben was going through. So that kind of connects him to this. Uh, we see the same mural. That Pennywise is in if you look real close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's underneath the wheel. Didn't catch yeah, that. Yeah, I was talking. To it. That's a, and that mural is about, 
It, it was a massacre. Mobsters. Yeah. yeah. A big massacre that took place in Derry in the 20s. Yeah. When Beverly is buying the tampons, the postcards and birthday cards are behind her. Sort of like the poem on the postcard she gets from Ben. She doesn't know who it was from. It's not obvious or in front of her. So it's kind of a, no. I think the body placement, I usually find where people are as it is in reference to its subject. So one of my favorite lines was actually around that part too. You know, go get my bifocals. They're in my second fanny pack. Why do you have two fanny oh, packs? Go get my bifocals. It's I hit them in my second fanny pack. Why do you have two fanny packs? Well, I need a <laughs> Or Richie fighting with the trombonist or whatever, whatever. I think it was a trombone. <laughs> he goes and tries to play it. <laughs> uh, I wrote up a few numbers up there. Do you guys see that? So the first two numbers. Those are the dates of the movies. Yeah, 9 8 2019 were the days that these were released. And 1138 pages is how much the novel is. So 9 plus 8 plus 2 plus 1 plus 7 is 27. 9 plus 6 plus 2 plus 1 plus 9 is 27. 38 minus 11 is 27. <laughs> huh? How do, you, do you spend time with your family? Like <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the movie was yeah, released. Daddy's watching it for the twenty-fourth. This came That's out. That's why which, his daughter's favorite movie is it. Yeah, <laughs> which nineteen ninety years. Yeah, twenty yes. years from the original. The miniseries came out in 1990. 2017 is when this came out. Jonathan Brandis, the original Bill, he died at twenty-seven. Skarsgård just turned twenty-seven during the making of this. Ben, Bill, and Henry are all twenty-seven years younger than their adult actors from the original. Yeah, twenty-seven. What does it mean? I've <laughs> <laughs> Stanley, he was held at high regard because of his position in, in a oppressive standard, being forced to take on, you know, read the Torah, learn your place, like you are becoming a man and all this. So all this pressure around him and the worldview he was forced into, it doesn't feel real and he feels like he can never get it right. So he was the last person to truly believe. And even when they, he was kind of forced, like when he went down there, he's like, he's blaming the kids. Like he can't succumb or come to terms, I guess, with it where, you know, he's like, you guys did this, you know, you, you led me into evil. And so he ends up taking his life in the second chapter. Well, in the, and another thing why he takes his life as well as him, Beverly, and I guess Henry were the only three to see the deadlights. Beverly was saved and kind of brought back, but- he was saved in the sense of that they just got Pennywise to go away. So he was never technically saved from the deadlights. He had that in him the whole yeah. time. And I think since he was bitten in the face or whatever, looking in the mirror is a constant right. reminder of this fear or so. Like he couldn't do anything. Right. I think there's also a double meaning of the you'll float too. So floating in as in where he kills them and drags them down to the sewer with the water, but also where he trophies his ferry beneath dairy of floating children. He'll float too. Yeah. yeah. When, when Georgie is saying that in the basement, he just keeps too. repeating it. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. creepy as yeah. fuck. Bill, if you'll come with me, you'll float too. 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 Yo-ho-do! 
You know what? My my youngest does that. My four, well, was you'll four. Yeah, she's like, you'll float too. You'll float too. Float too. If, I, if your child will, did that, I would fucking mace them. I was just, I was, fucking straight punt kick. Exactly. She, <laughs> I, I don't care if it's a joke. No, that basement scene is super fucking creepy to me. What's scarier, her saying that or when she's laying in bed going, no, Jeremy, no. Well, scarier. Uh, that's, I still like, no, yeah, Jeremy. that's weird. No, Connie Chuck. Oh, there was Edward Corcoran. Edward Corcoran. Pennywise was waving to Mike with, with Edward's the arm. Hand. Johnny yeah. Cochran. So, so fucking funny. The first time I what seen that. What was our that, BPT rating? 8.5. Yeah, that's a 80. Uh, critics gave this an 86 and viewers gave it an 84. <laughs> just, like, so. just did the shine. <laughs> At least he knows where that one is, and it wasn't like a wah, 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 or something. No, I just thought that was cool that like our rating was like dead on. Like the this is one of those movies where critics and viewers actually like agree. Yeah, you know, and so. our rating was uh, eight point five. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah. So when they actually go back to the house, Henry's parked out there, and like I feel like that his car is something that they're always on the lookout for, because he's always bullying them. And I stuff. would be. Too, it was yeah. right there yeah. off to the side on the street, and it's like, yeah. how do you not see that? You guys are breaking bottles and looking with, for weapons and shit with out there. Him sitting in it, staring right at them. Uh the actress is Molly Atkinson. Oh yeah. Let me look. Oh, that's Barney dies. I find it kind of interesting that she played both of uh, Eddie's mom and his wife. But then again, people who are kind of, if you want to say abused, with Munchausen or whatever, if you are like sheltered, you tend to look for characters or qualities that your mom has. Mm -hmm. You know, like you kind of want to fuck your mom. That's kind of like very That's an audio (laughs) (laughs) It's It's Freudian, I guess. Is it Jungian? Jungian? Freudian. Freudian. It's Freudian, I think it is. Yeah. Everyone wants to bang his mom. I don't want to bang any of my moms. That's not true. I just want to bang Jeremy's mom. I like my (laughs) <laughs> I could feel his beard growing to <laughs> so I now know what I'm Jamie doing for you. my summer experience essay <laughs> Jeremy's gonna stab me immediately Pennywise has at least four minutes of dialogue only four minutes yeah. I did like at the beginning when he's talking to Georgie how like the rain was running down his face and the spit out of his mouth off yeah. his chin pop, yeah. especially when he had to do the peas like pop in the yeah. pop, popcorn he wasn't he wasn't intentionally doing that because of the teeth that he had in his mouth. That was kind of making him drool. But Andrew Marchetti or whatever the director's name. Andy Milanakis. <laughs> he, not Milanakis. It's, it's Manchietti or something. Yeah, like that. I know. I'm just. Yeah, but he's like, I like that. Like, we'll, we'll keep rolling with that. Mm-hmm. You don't look dumb at all. We'll run with it. <laughs> yeah. Did you know Hugo Weaving was supposed to be? Yeah, that was the one of the. Yeah. Well, there was a couple of different guys. He, Who? Uh, the, Mr. Anderson. Uh, the bad guy in Captain America 2, or Captain America 1, I mean. He was also the Agent Smith in the Matrix series. You'd, yeah, film. you'd know if you Googled his Also face. in Florida. No, you wouldn't have known. But Skarsgård was actually the fourth person. Yeah. They actually offered it to Tim Curry in the early stages of development, but he didn't want to reprise that specifically. Well, who did you say the first guy was? Hugo Weaving. It was down to Hugo Weaving. I forget the other guy's name. I do, too. I had oh, it really? earlier. Wow. Yeah. He actually probably would have been way better. There was another really cool. So when Eddie is running from the pussy, the leper, the leopard's really good. That's a mask that has like a removable eye. 
Yeah, no, no. One point. second. <laughs> so when Eddie meets the leper in the end, it reveals like Pennywise standing in the field with the balloons. So it's kind of like a large set of red balloons in the shape of an upside down triangle. And a negative representation of an upside down triangle can mean nightmares, harm, or a bad energy around the homes or surroundings. So if you want to reuse the Nazi meaning upside down red triangles, identified political prisoners for oppression, persecution, and genocide. Also, when Henry, when he's sitting at the foot of his car, kind of sulking after his dad just kind of scolded him, he's sitting in front of it, kind of, you know, not in the driver's seat. Like he's not, he's not driving this whole thing. His car is a Pontiac, which the symbol of a Pontiac is an upside down red circle, or sorry, red triangle. How would you know if a circle's upside down? <laughs> oh, I, I would know. to Justin. But yeah, that's when he retrieves the lost knife from the woods in the package. I'm watching the scene. I do not see Henry's car. It's the blue car. I don't see it. He's sitting in it. Right there. In his red shirt. Hold on. And he's like, it's still progressing. Now I see it. Now I see it. So you know, (laughs) those just went to it. (laughs) Those, uh, those balloons that were in the shape of an upside down triangle. I thought that was CGI. That was practical. It was CGI and practical. The first few balloons were real and then they added more i like the i like the part which part when eddie in the, first sees them yeah yeah that's practical no the, the they made it they actually added some well some they to it. so they added digital so they could pop them i thought I don't all know, i know whatever. is i saw a picture and there was a tech a crew member <laughs> i just by them and it showed that showed them all yeah <laughs> waves to it there's a gif of like force gun yeah force gun yeah. doing that Oh, no. Lonnie, I think you might know this one or like this one. Yeah. So during the rock fight, the song that's playing is an Anthrax song. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. It's Most of Anthrax songs are by Stephen King or inspired by Stephen King. That was one time I didn't notice music being played and I didn't think it fit at all. I think I think it was Anthrax has like uh, lots of songs that are kind of based around Stephen King's writings. I just said that. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> this song was called "Among the Living," which is also kind of based off of the Stand. And but I doesn't saw doesn't Anthrax concert. normally have songs about Stephen King? Yes. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing here? Fun of you, you fuck. <laughs> We need to wrap it up. We have another episode. I know. And it's probably going to be like eight thousand hours. All right, I got twenty-four mo- more notes, and I nope. will skip. Every single one of them. Don't. Don't give in to peer pressure. No, this is it. your show. Uh, no, actually, technically, it was his yeah. episode. Don't give in. Only thing I got to do is the intro, and then Justin took over. Bill got... Uh, I got two of my Twitch Got drops, stood up by, by way, Bev. Honey. Well, he didn't really get stood up because Pennywise took her. And then he went to go cross that same silo that Ben created when he dropped it as his little school project there. The replica. Replica. That was a, a throwback to something. It wasn't really. It was just a little fact or something like that. Nothing needs to be said. But I did like Beverly's push anyway. <laughs> for the, the I, I thought, the um, yeah, the bice, it. if you will. So as they're fighting each other after the first interaction with him, and she's like, you know, they, he wants to divide us. And, you know, as they were kind of being divided, and it's like, well, fuck, yeah, like nobody else is thinking of that. And does Bill have a stutter in the book? Yes. Yes. Does it read that way? No. That's that. Oh. That's why it's a thousand and some pages. <laughs> right? <laughs> no shit. Jesus Christ. There's so much cool don't, stuff. Don't in, be in, a... W- 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 
Wuss. There's so much cool stuff in the book, though, that I think would have translated amazingly to. They probably, I mean, they said they film. filmed a shitload more. I haven't seen the director's cut yet. Isn't there in, in the book? Doesn't she like have a director's cut, but... an orgy with all of the boys? She yeah, does. at the very end to keep them connected. Is that yes. what you were missing? It would have no. upped your vote. Because I was going to say <laughs> the scene where they're all in their like underwear and stuff like that. I'm like, I don't understand how a director can feel comfortable on set. Directing Ugh. kids and their tidy whities in water. Well, they the what's his name, Kerry Fujinawa or whatever. He changed a lot of the stuff, and then when Andy got on at board, he changed a lot of the stuff back, except for like two names or so. And then well, I mean, there was no orgy. I want to say to begin with in no. the screening or the well, yeah, the I would think I think you <clears throat> your production would get shut down. I did like the after Bill kills his brother Georgie, or at least the. Imitation. You're not real. The quick change routine that Pennywise Dude. does. I was like, whoa. Nice. Like, that's how I feel Moxley has been growing the last couple of days. Like, he just wakes up. Boom, and then stop. he, like, sits up and, yeah, that's... Yeah. I like the movements of most that was of the like, a, like you said with the, the library, the headless thing going on. And that was like the reverse Michael Jackson. Movie. Right. Yeah. There was so another good. Michael Jackson reference in that. You know, when they go to Ben's house and he's like... There's like a man with a roller coaster in his house and a chimp and skeleton bones. And that was in reference to like Neverland. So you seen it in theater, obviously. Yes. John, you seen it in theater. So I was I was managing the AMC theater when this came out and my office was right <laughs> by IMAX. Oh, no. And when the scene came on where the fireworks go off and he's doing his little dance for Beverly Underground, the boom, boom, boom. when that would go off in IMAX, like everything in the office would start rattling. And I had to listen to that shit five times a day. <laughs> if I had fillings, it would knock that shit out. Hey, why are you on your computer? I thought you were skipping all these notes. I, yeah. But I was told not to, so I'm not going to. So, anyways, the kids. Are you ah, fucking kidding me? I like how they hold on to their totems because it's like a source of their traumas, or they had some sort of great significance no, to their childhood. They got rid of the orgy. Remember, they weren't holding oh, on to their totems. Not that one. Yes. Beverly was holding on to all their totems with it. With her mouth. High five. Are you ready for the gut? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, the last tidbit. Original. It came out in 1990, which is the year Skarsgård was born. Thank you, guys. <laughs> That's all I got. God. Guck. All right. I'll skip the last 15. Go. What, 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 let's go around. What would we change? We'll start with John. I'd throw an orgy in there. Yeah. I wouldn't change too much about it. I, like I said, I mean, I gave it a nine, so, I mean, there's not a lot I would change. I'd, <laughs> I'd make it. There were some scenes that I think went a little longer than they, they probably should have. I do kind of agree with Pennywise's voice, but. Other than that, I mean, I wouldn't change much about it. Justin? A few CGI things. Like, again, I didn't really care for Stanley being edited in, although I'm pretty I'm sure there's like that. a... It, it's at, around the rock throw fight yeah. and right before they go into the house. Like, he's obviously not there. He's, hmm. he's well, edited what Did in. we just say, what, what was the reasoning behind that? I want to say there might have been a scheduling issue or something like that, and he had to probably make something Maybe up. Maybe he's I, the one that can only work two hours a day or whatever. Possibly. Maybe he was Stanley. younger than the other ones. I don't know. Uh, Jula. I'll have to look into that. But, yeah, it was uh, – I'm kind of – like, I, I do like this version, the costume-wise, 
but it's still kind of slowly growing more on me. Like again, the pleading, I didn't really care for that, but like if he's old, old and coming back every 27 years, I mean, I feel like, yeah, that's probably a staple of like when he took this form, it's like right. clowns are the thing now. And like being a jester is also another archetypal, like mm -hmm. playing the fool. And it's usually the fool's job to question higher things or, or make the threats without any retribution to them. It's like anybody else would have got their head chopped off and, um, I don't know. Like I, it's just very small things, CGI. And I'm glad that they came out. If there was no number two, they would have needed another number two. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe some character choices there. I think for the most part, their, their character, their actor choices was spot on. But there was a couple I think could have been interchangeable. What's her name? Like Tracy or whoever the chick is, who was the bully, but is also the daughter of the Clark Kent. <laughs> yeah. The, drugstore owner yeah. yeah who was stephen king in the original oh yeah yeah so a couple of those to see stephen king you have to watch chapter two yep but okay. yeah. <laughs> I, my biggest gripe about the movie was that it was set in the 80s and not the 60s i'm fine with it yeah it's whatever. they had but, street fighter yeah yeah it, like they i said had it had product, kids on the block product <laughs> of the time yeah i would definitely have a different actor as pennywise did not like Bill Skarsgård. Kevin Bacon. You want Hugo Weaving? He would have been better. Bill Cosby would have been better. Uh, oh, the other guy. He was <laughs> the... <laughs> the, the you'll float too. You want to float too? What's the other? It's a Here's British a actor. We'll keep rolling, rolling, rolling. Jennifer Aniston, the, the what? parents. The, She's not pretty. What are we having? Well, actually, Tilda Swinton, Swindon was Why actually up for this. Oh, I could see her. She was going to be up for as Pennywise. What's yeah, happening? I could see her as Pennywise. Honestly, what did you say? I all of a sudden Tilda we're talking Swinton, about the actress, the actress from you've seen the End Game and Infinity War, right? She's yeah. the one from Doctor Strange, the bald chick, yeah. the alien from the alien from the Dead, dead Don't, don't yes. Die. <laughs> oh, what about her? She was supposed to be Pennywise. She she not necessarily supposed to. She was trying out for it. Oh. Johnny Depp tried out for she it. There was a whole better. bunch of people who were he kind of been rumored better. of it. I don't know. Johnny Depp would have just been the same. And hugged everybody. I would have loved to see Bill Murray as Pennywise. Bill Skarsgård <laughs> says something about the kids here. He's like, they're just little professionals. And yeah, because he, he was like all up in Eddie's face in one scene. He's like, you all right? He's like, yeah, I loved how you're doing this character. Oh. I do want to make a note <laughs> of one more thing. So the cure, which was playing around like their cleanup scene. The fucking lyrics to this, the, this is stranger than I thought, six different ways inside my heart and every one I'll keep tonight, six different ways to go deep inside. I'll tell them nice. anything at all. Oh. I know I'll give them more and more. I'll tell them anything at all. I know and continues, but since it was the six of them at the time, like I thought that was kind of perfect and everything was strange and all, you know, like it was fitting for the part. Anytime the cure is playing, I mean, I, I love the cure. The cure is amazing. Yeah, I, Hell yeah. It's one of my favorite concerts I've ever been to and see it in cure. They're supposed to be touring right now or soon, but except for like two states because of their Ticketmaster laws and stuff, it's scalping and all that. But yeah, so John, I think, would be Archie. Uh, Jeremy, I think, would be Eddie. I don't think John would be Archie still. I think he I might think be, be Richie. Sorry, Richie, thank you. I have it down <laughs> as Archie. <laughs> Who's playing Veronica? Yeah. <laughs> there, there is a Veronica. It says Veronica when she's yelling up the... I might be Ben. I don't know. Might be Ben. Uh, I might be Ben. You are. You are the. Well, I am the not, biggest. No, think, not anymore. I think you're the sheep that got shot in the head. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. No. Oh. Terrible. You're the. 
<laughs> I don't even think he knew what that one was. He just I did a button. At so that you point. got so you got John is Richie, Archie, Richie, yeah. yeah, both of them. That that's it. You're just and I don't. John's the only one. John, you're you're. I can you're, relate to Richie so Richie. much. That's though, it. With Jeremy's like more of an comment. Eddie since he's allergic to the fucking trees. <laughs> allergic to everything. <laughs> Uh, you're I, more, you're I, Mike. I don't know. You're, I the bla- you're the blackest out of all of us, so you're definitely This is probably Mike. true. Yeah, and I, I'd be slanging. Go blow your slanging. dad, you mullet-wearing yeah. asshole. I did know a guy who reminded me of Patrick. There was a guy who used to... He, he reminded me of <laughs> Evil Ernie, <laughs> and Patrick looks like... Yeah. yeah. That was a good one, too. Derry started as a beaver trap in camp. Still is, am I right, boys? <laughs> <laughs> Can only virgins see it? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm so sorry, that was Molly that was the BPT's <laughs> review of 2017's It, which got a BPT rating of 8.5. So is it just? It got D- an 8.5. Who's, who's got I the think next it's pick? Lonnie? Is it Lonnie? Me. Oh, here, here we go. Damn, we had two eights. Now we're going right. Back Sick. So for for Sick. next week, Sick. I have chose next month, next next episode, next movie for our thirtieth anniversary episode. Epi- episode. We are going to watch nineteen nineties Jacob's Ladder. You know, so Stephen King is the person we've reviewed the most in our movie reviews. Well, that's because yeah. he's had 400 fucking... We've done Cat's Eye. We've done It. it. We've done... <laughs> Good job. What was the other one? That's it. No, we've done another one. No, that that we was did, it. We just reviewed It. We did Cat's Eye and It. No, we did another one. God damn it. No, we it? didn't. We did Cat's so. Eye and It. One but that's second. the most that... <laughs> oh, we did Stand By Me. Stand By Me. Duh. Duh. And the other person that we reviewed the most in the top build, so the... The top five people in the movies are writers, are directors, is Stephen King, Bruce Apparently Willis. I have 17 different ways to watch this. Bruce Jacob's Willis? Ladder, maybe. Yeah. You said Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis, yeah. We've yeah. done him twice. What? It was nice. I know We've, he's an alpha dog. Alpha dog, Pulp Fiction. Oh, yeah. Fuck. Yeah. I'm sad I wasn't here for the alpha dog one. I love that. Movie. But anyway. Me too, because it should got a better rating. definitely take my spot for that one. But anyway, we're going to be watching 1990s Jacob's Ladder. It's a great horror thriller directed by Adrian Lynn. That it's poster is terrible. Macaulay Culkin in it. Oh, God. Really? It, yeah, it's oh, got yeah. a oh, yeah. very, very yeah. young Macaulay Culkin in it. But it's got I've never seen it. So Tim, is... Ro- Tim Robbins, Elizabeth Pena, Pruitt Vance. You're just... It's a mind fuck of a movie, but it's so fantastic. Apparently, it's on Prime and Paramount. Yeah, you could. It's not hard to find. There is a remake of it, but the remake not on is here. awesome. <laughs> what a whoever dumbass. brought that garbage in there here should be shot. But anyway, it's that's good. what we're going to be watching. I don't support him, but it's good. Jeremy, why don't he you go picked ahead up a Prime bottle by the way. For go those ahead and let us loose. Fucking see okay. it. Fuck, what's going on? Eight point five. Right. We loved it. It was a good movie. I will admit when I am wrong. And I should have deserved to watch it. But uh you deserve a spanking though. You have to watch the second one. The second one's less suspense. No, uh quality less less year. Loved, I guess that's the word I'm looking Received. for. Received. Ah, you yeah, guys are you're not as well it. not as well received as the second you're one. You're selling it's it. It's out of seventy eight. It ties There's, in a lot of more stuff. There's more breasts in it. 
Yes. Yes. Oh. Jessica Chastain has great breasts. Yummy. Well, I'm all getting all tangled in my chair. James so. McAvoy has they great breasts. They do two sexes in there. <laughs> they do a sex two times in there. Bill Hader. Awesome. Bill, Hader. Well, Bill Hader just anyways, tits everywhere. Anyways, these guys talk, I'm going to sign us out. We, Bill Titter. We enjoy every single one of you listening to our movie reviews. Am I right? Tits McHater. <laughs> we, we encourage you to watch more movies. Uh... Tell us what you thought of it, chapter one, uh, bitches. This yeah. one's for Hi, you. Brian. Hi, Brian. You're listening. Brian loves Justin's 28-hour rambles. Thank all you. Right. He's all for it. It was 50. It was 89. <laughs> it was 88. Hail hit. No. Nope. 27. <laughs> it should have been 27. Okay, bye. Close it. <laughs> bye. Bye. See ya. Oh, and in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. This concludes our broadcast day. Click.